All right, we're rolling. We're rolling? We're rolling. We got a problem. What's the problem? You forgot to tell me the episode number, so I'm going to take a wild guess. Take a guess. Episode 28. Nope. 27. No. 29. Yes. Dang it. We just talked about this. We did. Um, I made up that care. whole thing of you not telling me because I forgot. You don't care. I do care. You don't care. I care about this more than anything in the world. I wish I could quit my actual job and just do this for That'd be so fun. Wouldn't that be fun, dude? That'd be so fun. Oh, man. Hope you guys had a good 4th of July. Yeah, I hope you guys had a good 4th of July. I had a great one. I did, too. Yeah, I kind of did. You were sick? I was sick. It was good the whole day, then the fireworks came, and then I was sick before the fireworks. Didn't really watch them, but... I I, I was the one who was setting them off. Need it. And I was telling Gordy, I got a little cocky this year because I had like four tubes set up and I was trying to light like two at one time, or like three at one time. So I'd light this one, light this one, and this one light. And those two would shoot off and I was still right next to it. And it'd be so loud. Good. It happened like the, the one, at one time it happened and it was real close. And my name was like, Jeremy David. <laughs> she calls me. It was so loud. I hope you guys had a good fortune life. Yeah, I hope it was nice and fun. Hope you all stay safe. Yeah. Let us know how it was. You know. Yeah, what was your know. favorite part of it? You know. Go to the Facebook page, comment <laughs> on our little uh, Fourth July post, and let us know how your uh, Fourth July went. After, after. Um, you want to give a little update on the uh, the T-shirts? Or we hold yeah. off on that. Yeah, uh, we give a little update. Um, we were kind of just taking count of how many people would want them. Yeah, you know, close to us. Um, we have a general idea, but like I said, if you guys, so we're gonna be <clears throat> open and honest with you guys. Yeah, they want like the the order minimum. I thought the I thought the order minimum was like forty eight. No, 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 it's not. It's not. It's not. But it's not. What is it? It's not. There's not a minimum. Oh, but if you buy in bulk, it's cheaper than ordering. Like buying like, one. Yeah, order like ten. Yeah. So we're probably gonna order like forty five to fifty yeah. somewhere around there. We're going to look at the colors. Um, I like gray a lot. I, I like gray, gray a lot. I think gray looks the we best. We like black, but the problem is our logo is kind of black as yeah. well. And our, like our the uh, font is weird. Like it outlines it, but it doesn't show up as good on yeah. the others. So um, if you guys would, you know, like one, just tell us. Yeah. Uh, we're going to sell them like $25 probably a shirt. At the most. At the most, $25, which is pretty cheap. Which is pretty cheap for it's merch. Nice. It's yeah. got... I'll post a picture on my Instagram soon, but it's got like our logo on the front and all the social socials on the, on the back. back. You know, it so. takes we're gonna be. It takes like nineteen dollars to make one. Yeah. So charging six dollars extra is not bad at all. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, and if you don't have twenty five dollars, we'll you can just text us and we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But um, we want to do this because we're trying to get uh, a better mic for when we have guests as well mic, as a camera. Maybe even camera. Yeah, probably camera at the most right now. Yeah. Get a better setup. Yeah, all the money that we're getting is going straight into, straight back into this. Yeah. So you guys don't have to worry about that at all. We're not going to spend it on anything that, that's not our podcast. That is not Bob podcast yeah. related. Yeah. All of this stuff is going straight back to here. So that'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Let us know. Um, what size? Maybe what color? Yeah. I think we can do multiple different colors. I think we'll we see. can. I think we can. I tried last time. wasn't too sure, but you might be able to. Um, within hopefully the next month that should be done and yeah. you know ready. We're just getting some stuff sorted out. So um, there's your little heads up. Yep. Let us uh, know. Yeah, shoot us a text or whatever. Yep. Um, and uh, I guess we're getting right into it, huh? I guess we're getting right into this this fun little topic. Fun it's like a little topic. story time, but uh, with both of us involved this time, kind of yeah. sorta. Um, it's our football experiences. Yeah, and. Well, they kind of heard a little bit about mine. I think some about yours too. I'm, yeah, when Andrew came over. We're a little depth. So I'm gonna like skim past my because I don't have much time about my younger days. But I'm yeah. gonna go into depth and you know some stuff. But what I've already talked about earlier, I probably won't say much about it. So, but yeah, uh, you want to go first? Yeah. So it's not just gonna be like our own personal experiences. It's kind of be like when do we start getting into like NFL, maybe college? You know, yeah. you know. Stuff that like influenced our football, our career and stuff, and you know it's gonna be a fun little football talk. It's fun, always fun talking some football. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if it was 
it was definitely my parents who kind of pushed me into football from a young age. Like, um, like you know how like you get like a little like baby pillow thing that you lay on as a kid. Yeah, mine was a football. Like my mom has a picture of me first day born on this earth and planet, and I'm laying on a football with a little football laying next to me. You know, so it was kind of like destined from the beginning. So like you know, I mean, growing up, I've always you know loved football. And my dad, every time I came home, like, he didn't even have to ask. Like, he just knew, like, we were going to play catch. Or mm-hmm. we were going to do something football-related. And uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, growing up in that environment, it was really fun. And, like, my dad is from Minnesota. That's where my football, my, my Vikings fandom comes from. Mentioned that before, whatever. But, like, yeah, it was always fun. You know, my dad would always, you know, let me know how the Vikings did because all we got – you know, back then were Chiefs games or St. Louis Rams games, you know. And yeah. uh, I don't know. It was just it was just fun being different when it came to football because there's so many Chiefs fans or even Rams fans around because, you know, like St. Louis Rams used to be around here or whatever. But, uh, yeah, when I actually started playing flag football, I was a quarterback, number nine. Quarterback, gunslinger, playmaker, <laughs> all those big words. He's like, he was like a young Patrick. <laughs> oh, okay. He was okay. like a young Patrick. I guarantee it. Like Josh Allen were like. Oh, I could throw, right? throw that ball 60 yards. Not Easily. Not good. One of the small ones, you know? Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, so I feel like, because I, I started playing flag football when I was four years old, before kindergarten. Like, the earliest you can do is, like, four or whatever. Flag football? Yep, flag football. With PB? Yeah, that was fun. I love some flag football. And I was always on – because, you know, we're in a small – we're in a small town. Just went over that a few podcasts ago. And there's always that one team that has, like, the good kids on it. Insanely stacked team. Yeah. Well, I beat those teams. No, you didn't. I was like – I was like – what would you mean though I didn't? I feel like you may have, maybe. What you mean? I was 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 a different breed. Uh, the only sport that I was not on that team was just because I, I played it kind of later in life was basketball, but that's not part of this. Yeah, it's not. But I was on the good team, and by the time I was like five or six, we were like traveling flag football to like Aurora and Monette, places like that. Played a little game with their little kid, like their best kids versus our best kids. Yeah, I was quarterback, slinging it. My favorite receiver back then was Kelly Vaughn. That's you. Shout out Kelly Vaughn. Goes to the S&T. Thinking about basketball, I'm not sure. Famous. Pretty much famous. Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty fun. And then the fun, the real fun started, which was Mighty Mice, right? Mighty Mice is where you get a hit. Like, I could not wait to hit. Big hitter, huh? I'm a big hitter guy. Big hitter guy. I love getting hit. Mm. I... I love being hit almost as much as, as much as I love hitting people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like on a pass protection, and the mm-hmm. guy's running at me, and so, he, ooh, 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 ooh. Here's the be like, is that it? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was more of a trash talker though. No, I was more of a help the guy up off the ground. Yeah, that's, all right, all right. that's respectable. Yeah, Luke McKenzie though. Shout out Luke McKenzie. Going to become a doctor or some some shit. Shout out to him. Uh, he was a trash talker. He was cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so my my started third grade year. I was I was like uh, I was quarterback for a while until I was overweight limit. So then I was kind of like nose guard or like center. I forget if I was nose guard and center. I don't think I was because Colton Hicks is one of them. I think he may have been center, and then he moved over, and I was center. Like within like we, I don't know, but like that's when I like moved the line. That's when I found my home. Yeah, the trenches, the trenches, baby. <laughs> Where the hogs eat. Yeah, the hogs go. I I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, bro. I would. I don't. I wouldn't want to be quarterback. I wouldn't want to be a quarterback. Quarterback would be kind of cool. <laughs> so much pressure though. It is. It is. There's pressure of being an old lineman. Oh, there's pressure all around. Yeah, but but quarterback. Is the guy? Yeah, it's argue. It's the hardest spot in the on the field. Yeah, 
It is. Besides the center. No, I don't think center. There's the top two. Yeah, top but two. I think quarterbacks still take because quarterbacks supposed to know all the spots, everything. Everything. You know, if like you don't know something, you're supposed to ask your quarterback, and he'll tell you exactly. Yeah, so like I mean, here's the thing about my modernized team: we were dominant. We lost three games in four years. Um, be record, right? It has to be. It literally has to be. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I was. We were good. We had. Tyson Riley, shout out Tyson Riley, doing big things over at Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Will Boswell doing big things at construction. You need construct call him. I think he's like a boss guy now, kind of thing. We also had like uh, this guy named Tanner. He used to be a quarterback. Tanner, Luke, and Colton, and Bo, and whole gang, man. Whole gang was there. It was fun. We ran it up. Like, I remember a majority of my memories from Mighty Mites was me just chasing Tyson or Will down the field to the end zone to celebrate. Like, me and Luke running by each other, like, running. And Colton running down the field after Tyson. Because he was just gone. Um, Then middle school hit. And uh, this is kind of where my injury-prone self started coming out. Glass bones kind of type beat. Anthony Davis type beat? Yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, the first practice that summer of, like, seventh grade year, I rolled my ankle for the first time ever in my entire life. And I thought I was dying. Like, I roll, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> Them roll ankles ain't, ain't no joke. Let me tell you guys something. And I remember I rolled it from, like, seventh grade to, like, freshman year. I rolled the same right ankle, the same one that I rolled later on in high school, like, 13, 15, 18 times. Like, it just seemed like every time I would step, I just rolled it, and, like, it was just like, am I, ah, 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 ah. I'm telling you, man, ankle injuries are different. Different. Once you have an ankle injury, it's like it's never the same. It's still not the same. Today. Exactly. Um. But yeah, then I uh, was being a good teammate one time, and we were running Mount Fuji, Fiji, Fuji. What is it, Fuji? Fuji. And I got turf toe. I should have known then what was on what was on the way, but I didn't. And then I was super excited to go to the to high school football because you know that's when all that's where all the people watch. Oh yeah. That's big time. The big crowd. That's what you've been waiting for. Yep. Um, didn't happen. Freshman year, uh, blew my meniscus out of my knee. Basically, bad, very bad, not good. Doctor didn't see it on it on MRIs. Waited like six months or whatever. Finally got in. For observant surgery, and they found the tears, and he was like, "We'll fix it all up." And then recovery, and then junior year football came around, and that summer I retore my meniscus, actually shredded that thing, bad. Like the rehab from my second surgery, my second knee injury, was by far the worst pain I've ever been in my entire life. Like I don't know if it was something to do with tearing the same thing over again. But it was like unreal, hurt, hurt, pain, bad, hurt, like, ins- like. Uh, if anybody's have knee injuries, you guys know about the knife. It, it's literally a butter knife, and they rub out your scar tissue with it, and it, like pops and crackles and stuff. And uh, I don't know. It just yeah, it hurts. It, it's like snap, crackle, pop, Rice Krispies in your knee. It hurts. It hurts really bad. <laughs> snap, crackle, pop. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then I was back for my senior year, first time playing in like three years. I actually played the Jamboree, 
Played at Branton Camp. I remember. Mm-hmm. Did all those things. Um, then Luke, shout out Luke, gave me Whiplash week one. We I remember that too. Whiplash, it was out for like four weeks. It came was, back. Like, wait, what were you saying? It was like an, immo- an unmovable or an unstoppable force. It's an, an immovable object. object. I remember it clear as day. Yeah, it was, it was, was like, tough. It was like something I probably can't say right now. <laughs> yeah. It was just boom. I was like, hmm. I thought I was paralyzed. So yeah, I, you usually with the, uh. Yep. Here's, here's, actually, you, you, at first you didn't hear me because yeah, first, yeah, I was knocked out. True. Yeah. You didn't I hear was it first. knocked out. But I remember I came back and it felt like my lungs wouldn't breathe themselves. I had to think about breathing. And it, this is what came out. <laughs> yeah. And Coach Hayes was like, Jeremy, Jeremy. Yeah. Like saying my name over and over again. He was. And finally, like, I, like, like, I, it's just like I was breathing again. I think maybe got air knock at me or something. I don't know. Probably. And I was like, I was like, what's up? I was like, I was like, Coach Hayes. He's like, what? I'm like, I literally can't feel anything. He's like, you're good. You just took a big hit or whatever. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, well, I know where I'm at. I know that Luke just trucked me, <laughs> but I can't feel anything. He's like, well, don't move, you know. He's like, he's like, it's probably just shock. Your body's in shock, whatever. I'm like, well, I hope so because I literally can't feel or move anything. Yeah. But it was whiplash. Came back after like 15 minutes. I remember Dave was like, was like rubbing my arms to try to get like the blood flow back to him. And like, it was very painful because like, I don't know if you ever had like your leg fall asleep, like foot mm-hmm. fall asleep, and yeah. then it comes back and it's like that like tingling. The tingling, like you move it. Whole body. That hurts. Whole body. Sometimes I like my leg, I don't even want to move it. Yes. It's just like, it hurts. Whole body. Like, yeah, that sucks. It was bad. So I was out four weeks, came back for two. But I was still in concussion protocol. And so Coach Beckner wouldn't let me play those two weeks. I was fully healthy, ready to play. Could have played at Aurora and, Re- and at home against Reed Springs, and we lost. Two weeks, fully healthy, by the way. Fully padded up, ready to go, didn't play. Um, and then I tore some scar tissue in my knee, which I didn't realize what was happening at the time. And I guess it kind of got caught up or something because three weeks later, I tripped on a toy at home, and it like I guess it just like the scar tissue moved just right, and it I'd never felt more relief in my entire life. And so then Dan, I remember Dan, I came back to practice on Monday, I'm like Dan, I'm ready to suit up, go. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, your knee is like I don't know what's wrong with you. He's like, I don't even know what's wrong with you. I'm like, it's good now. I tripped on a toy. Now I'm like, like look, I'm like I jumped and everything. And he's like, all right, let's go outside. And then the whole practice is going on, and he's like, if you can run ten one hundreds. Yeah, I remember five that. down and backs. You you can go shoot up right now in practice. And I ran ten down and backs, maybe in the slowest ten down and backs you've ever seen in your entire life. I did him though? Did him? And I didn't stop. I was very. I remember seeing these guys. He didn't. He, oh, he was chugging. We were cheering him on from the side. Yes, we were cheering him on. We were cheering him on. Um, and so then I came back that week. Big game against Aurora. Our. Uh, Neighboring town rivals, Bell Bowl rivals, big rivals. Uh, and I was super excited. And my whole family was there. They made shirts with my name on it, Team Braun. Number on the back. Matt running football in the front. It was super cool. Yeah, too. My, my me, mom, my aunt from Oklahoma, you know, everybody. It seemed like everybody was there. Uh, I remember Derek Barnes came over. When we were coming back in for warm up, and he pulled me to the side and gave me a little pep talk, and he prayed for me. Shout out Derek, love that man. Went back inside. Coach Cox was giving a speech about me. Coach mm-hmm. Cox literally used me as a reference point in the speech. He was, and so there's things like building, and I was like, I was like the most adrenaline pumped up I've ever been in my entire life. We go to the helmet. Sadly, very tragically. They were announcing the defensive starters that day. Because if they were announcing the offensive starters, the next moment would have never happened. Mm-hmm. But they were announcing the, the, the defensive starters. And so here comes Coach Beckner behind me, and he's like, hey, you're starting. You know, get your mind fresh, get your mind ready. 
you know, you're going. Need you. Because at that point, like, Noah was hurt. Eli was hurt. I'm pretty sure you were in at yeah. this point. No. Yeah. You weren't? Was this uh, district? Yes. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And so he was like, you're going in. He's like, I have Jacob in right there for you. You need a breather. You need anything. He's yeah. going in. Whatever you need, he'll be there. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm starting. You know, this is this moment I've been waiting for four years now. Let's go. And I hear, and the rest of you, Mount Vernon, Mount News. And we take off running. Everything's in slow-mo. Boom. Boom. Slow motion. Boom. Boom. And I'm running. Boom. And, like, I'm looking Boom. up, and the fog's going up in the air, and it's loud, and he's crowd. Boom. And this is, like, the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. And I kind of fall back a little bit. I notice myself falling back just to absorb the moment more. And it's like, there's a couple guys behind me, but everybody's kind of in front of me. I'm kind of in the middle of the package. And I see this yellow blur. (laughs) This yellow blur of a ball object. I don't know what it is. Reverse flash type. It was a child. Wow. <laughs> it was a probably I'm gonna get I'm gonna take a gant I'm gonna just take one get eight years old. He's in a Mizzou hoodie. And he is out in front of me. In my path. I'm a three hundred and twenty five pound, pretty out of shape male. Running seventy five percent speed. And I'm like, this kid I'm like, I'm good because the kids just can keep running is what I first thought. Well, then he, we make eye contact. Me and this kid make eye contact. And it's like, he's like, he's seeing a bull in a China shop running right at him. And he freezes like a deer in headlights. And I said, okay, I got two options. (laughs) A, truck this kid and absolutely this kid's going to be n- never the same because I am I'm in full pads and this kid goes up to maybe my belly button and I'm going to hit him with my right thigh, possibly knock him out, and he will never be the same. Or B, just jump the kid. Just jump him. Jump him. Let's take a, let's take a four, five, six-inch jump. Jump him. Yeah. So I jumped him. Cleared him, by the way. Just FYI. Shout out Coach Klein, seventh grade track here, teaching me how to hurdle. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Took a little mini chops, jumped up off my right powerful leg, or kind of, you know, leg, and I was hurdling over him at my left. Landed it. I felt what I, it felt like 10,000 lightning bolts shooting up and down my leg into my hip bone, and I landed. And I kind of like face plant and slid a little bit. And I was laughing because earlier in the week, uh, Zach had was holding a dummy and we were doing like the rip drills. And I ripped through it, and, but he like shoved me. You know, he was just being a funny guy at the time. And he actually dislocated my shoulder. My right shoulder dislocated it. Dan put it back in. That didn't really matter. That was not part of the thing. And uh, I, it was because I was laughing because the, the first thing I thought it was like, shit, that hurt my shoulder really bad. And then I was laughing really hard because like, it was just funny. I don't know why it was it's just funny. It was, I'm like, this, there's no way this kid just ran out in front of me. Because at this point, I know something's wrong with my leg. Like, I felt the lightning bolts. So it's not going away. And uh, so I'm laughing. And the first person to come to me is Mr. Mason. I mean, Mr. Beige. Hey, first person to show up. He's like, Mr. come on, Jeremy. He's like, come on, Jeremy. Let's get up. I'm like, Peyton, I wish I could. Or something along the lines of that. And my dad, so at Mount Vernon High School, we have this thing where, like, the, the, the crowd comes down in line. It makes a line, two lines. You run through, like, a tunnel. And you run down to, like, 50-yard line. And there's cheerleaders and the band and, like, students and kids and yep. all that. My dad was one of them. And I actually gave my dad a fist bump 
and came back on track right when the yellow blur came out. And so my dad was the first one there to help me out. There's another man I didn't realize was, I didn't even realize it was Dr. Ladd until Miss Mayberry posted a picture the next day. Like I was that much out of it. I was just like hysterical. Like I don't think you realize how much I'm laughing at this point. Like I am laughing like the Joker. I'm like the Joker laugh, huh? laughing so hard. It was just so fun. I don't know why it was so funny to me. And I went over to the bench and Dan was like, Jeremy, what are you doing on the ground over there? I'm like, well, I tried to jump over a kid and put like lightning bolts down my leg. And he's like, all right, let me take a look. And he reached into my knee pad and he was like feeling around. He's like, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. He's like, can you bend it just a little bit here? I was like, yep. Yeah. Hurt. And he's like, yeah, you broke your leg. <laughs> I was like, what? Huh? He's like, yeah, you, uh, you broke your leg. He's like, you need to, you need to, you need to go to the hospital. I was like, okay. He's like, you got two options, which is weird because there's another two options in a moment. Either A, ambulance, B, call your mom. My mom is literally 10 feet away from me, but it's so loud Friday night. Kick, game just kicked off, you know. So I call my mom on my dance phone. I'm like, mom, you go to the hospital. Meet you in the, meet you in the car, whatever. So I wait while I forget who goes, runs, gets scratches. And that is the story of my football career but that is not the extent of it that is just me as a player now i'll let jacob get into it as him as a player give a little rundown of what was the turning point for you because i remember you mentioned something like uh i don't know you you weren't like into it really as a kid maybe no i wasn't um I wasn't too into like I'd watch it. Obviously, I love watching football. I'd watch it anytime. Oh know? yeah, me too. But um, I wasn't into it as much as as a kid. Like I love flat football. Flat football that was fun. And then like when Mighty Minds came around and everything, and in middle school, even middle school football, I wasn't just I just didn't really have the motivation to you know play that. You know, I was in them, but I didn't really enjoy them as much. I you know I don't know why. Um, like I said, the, my mentality at that time, you know, I was just a kid or whatever. Like, I just didn't really care. So, like, not much to talk about there, but I did start caring more when I got into high school, though. Um, mainly because of Andrew, my yeah. brother. He was a senior when I was a freshman. And so, I debated about playing football, but he really wanted me to. So, you know, that whole, I went to championship training, summer school. I did yeah. all that. Um, and I was in, you know... I went, by the time school came along, I studied football, and the football's the football practices sucked. I can't. Yeah. I'm not gonna sugar, sugarcoat it, but my freshman year was horrible. <laughs> I did not like it. I hated it. Um, yeah, you were going against a team that went to state. Yeah, we were Literally. going against our. My class was going against a team who went to state, and we had, and we didn't have like four a, days yeah, a week. and we didn't have like a big. You know, like none of us were really like super big. We were all like middle schoolers. I was obviously coming out of it. But those were some animals that we were playing against every day, yeah. and it sucked. But, like, you know, we went to playoffs. You know, that was fun. Like we that were, was fun. You know, went to playoffs and went to state. And even though we lost, it was still worth it, you know. Yeah. Like just having that experience um, was worth it. And it was one thing that Coach Cox and Coach Becker emphasized during that, it was like, because whenever, like, the practice squad would be sucking that day or whatever, he'd be like, guys, he's like, you guys have to do better for our – and perform better for our other – our older guys to do better. You know, you got to get better looks if you want to keep going. And he's like, little do you guys know, it's like, not only are you building, like um, – how, how do I say it? It's like – because, like, how many teams in the first round? Like, 64 yeah. teams in the first round? 32 and then 16. And then he's eight, like, four, you guys two. are getting – like, we're in, like, the second round – or whatever, and then like the third round. He's like, you guys are getting more experience right now than those other thirty-two teams who have went home. You know? Yeah, that was good. So, that was a good point. There, yeah. He's like, so even though it sucks in the moment, think about your future. You're getting so much more experience than all these other guys who are your age because your team, because you're performing for your older team, yeah, your varsity to go and uh, go along. And it was a great point. Like by that time, like our our senior, my grade, my senior class had like a breeze, you know. Yeah, like, you guys were the most 
You were with your senior year. Yeah. You were literally the winningest. Percent, yeah, the most winningest class in Mount Vernon history. In Mount Vernon history. Because of the classes we had before us. We were yeah. stacked. And um, so that kind of made it worth it towards the end. But, like, like whenever it ended, I was so relieved, bro. Yeah. You don't understand. I was so relieved. And then, like, by that time I was liking it because Coach Beckner was there. He's going to be our coach, our offensive line coach. And I really – I looked up to Coach Beckner a lot as a as a coach. He he changed the game for me. Um, he was one of the main reasons why I played, too. Yeah. Because he wanted me to. And so sophomore year comes along. Uh Sophomore year still sucks, in my opinion, because I was still playing JV. Most of the time. Most of the time I was playing JV. And it wasn't until, like, I don't know, halfway through the regular season, maybe even more, a little yeah, more, like where I was starting – I say practicing with you guys because I didn't start playing yeah. – I didn't start until – District week one. Yeah, week one of district. So, like, I – he put me up there with you guys to practice for, like, five or six weeks or something like that. But I didn't actually see time to play until first round of districts. And even though I was practicing with you guys, I was still going to JV and playing for their games, which I didn't like that at all. But it's whatever. I, you know. Yeah. So um, I didn't play until first round of districts. That was my first ever start. Yeah. first round of districts, which is crazy because. And you guys if blew you, them out. Yeah. If we lose, we lose, you know. And they're starting a sophomore 5'9". Maybe. Like maybe 5'9 at the time. Yeah. Like 190 left guard against this big old dude who's like Luke McKenzie size. They were yeah. big guys. They, they were, were big. Yeah, they went Aurora to good, had big dudes. Yeah, they went to uh, – it was Aurora? I thought it was Springfield Catholic. No, it was Aurora. Springfield Catholic was – Was the next one? Two games later. Okay. There's a championship game. No, like the game after this championship game. Yeah. No, I played Springfield Catholic for my first ever start. That was before Aurora. That, yeah, that was week That was my 11 nine. or 9, whatever it was, before was, playoffs. Yeah, the one week before playoffs. I didn't start that game. I lied. I played in it. I you played started. a lot in that game. I played a lot in that game, but I didn't start it. That's the game that Noah Hardesty went down. Yeah, I, played, I, I played in that game, but I didn't start it. Yeah. And so we won that game. I don't know if we blew him out, though, did we? No, it was a very, it was a very close game. It we, was, remember, we went, we went up like 14. And they scored 28 unanswered points, mm-hmm. and we were down 14. Oh, yeah. And then we scored, yeah. like, 16 unanswered. Yeah, yeah. And we won off a field goal. Yes. And it was crazy. It was My absolutely first ever time nuts. I played, and we won. And I remember Coach Bacon came up to me. And, he, like, actually during that game, Luke was so tired because he, he was, was playing tired. both sides. Yes. And he couldn't – he was playing both sides. It, no breaks. And no breaks at all. And that was somebody passed scored, out in the locker room. Yeah, remember? somebody scored a big old run, and me and Luke were running down the field. And he's like, he's like, I had to hold on to his arm and like help. He's like, you're doing so good. He's like, I'm proud of you. And whenever I was like, and in that time, I was like, I was so happy because yeah, you know, to hear him say that and how good of a player he is was awesome. And then after the game, Coach Beck, we're going on the, we're getting dressed and going on the bus, and then he pulled me to the side as we were walking to the bus. He's like, is your is your butthole? Let's pucker it up now. And I was like, yeah, it is. You know, he's like, um, he got all the linemen together and he's like, you guys did really, cause that was a night where we did really good offensive line wise. Yeah. Cause I remember we'd been struggling with it that season, but that night, I don't remember the stats exactly, but we did like an all time, like not all time, but all for that season, we did like our best like running, running wise and like passing. No sacks. Yeah. It was crazy. And he told yeah. us about that. And then, you know, I played from there on out until uh, one week before state. One week before state sectionals, and the guys we were playing against—it was just unfair at that time. Yep, it, it was. We were playing against a private school. Private school, by the way. Private school, and they could recruit anywhere in the nation. Anywhere in the nation. Anywhere. You can play. Yeah, and who doesn't want to win a state championship ring? They didn't win one. So they didn't even win one. Yeah, you're right. But these guys were. Literally, the average size was probably what six four, six four, probably at least. At least was the average size of each one of their players. Was yeah, six four, and they were good. Yeah, and the guy I was going against was six eight, six nine. He was, and I'm five nine. Listen, here's a little story tidbit. I'm going to jump in here. We came out. It was at home when we played them, and we came out of the locker room and was doing our stretches that we do in our lines, and we were all facing that way. And I was like, I was out there walking around, whatever. And the first thing I saw was this six foot eight, 
defensive tackle, probably 345 pounds at least, come to the middle of the field on our MV in yeah. the 50-yard line, and he looked at us and did a standing, no run, no setup, standing backflip. And then did one of these. The Undertaker, like, crossed the throat. He did a backflip, Undertaker crossed the throat, and then, like, skipped back, like, back to, like, their team. And that's when I knew we were in trouble. And that was the guy I was guarding, by the way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I am five, eight and a half at the time. Yeah. Maybe 190. And this guy is, how many inches is that? 12 inches? A whole foot taller A whole foot probably taller than you. A whole foot taller than me. And I had to guard him. And let's just say, I didn't have the best time. Okay, you didn't I, guard him. <laughs> I didn't have the best time. I didn't have, I can't, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Hit his knees. I, yeah. Happened. Literally like the second possession we had, Coach Bender was like, okay, just, just dive at his knees. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I he just put your head in the, he walked over you. He literally walked over me. Every time? I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I like I physically could not do anything. Like that's a sad. I, I physically couldn't do anything. Yeah, I would have to hold him. We had. To I'd have, have to like bear hug him to stop him. We'd had to. We had to have negative rushing yards that game. Yeah, and then Will, when they're passing, Will would have to come to my side, and he would have to chip block him or whatever he did. I remember this one play where I was actually doing pretty good against him, and Zach was throwing it, and he like throws um, it's like a little bubble route, and by the time he's about to throw it. The guy's my guy is like pushing me back a little bit, and he gets right as Zach throws. He gets through, and then so he's looking at Zach like running, but Zach's already throwing it. And Will is to the left of Zach, and I remember Will puts his the crown of his helmet right under his, literally right under his chin. No. And I heard the loudest like pop. Oh, and then he was unfazed. I swear to you, he was no. unfazed. I swear to you, he was. Listen, we're talking, we're talking Missouri State, not Missouri State, Missouri Player of the Year. Two times, right here. Will Boswell, Will Boswell who was a tank, and tank. he was unfazed. I'm sure it hurt. There's no way he didn't. Yeah, hurt, but he didn't act like he was phased at all. <laughs> it was like he just ran to the ball. I'm like, who am I playing against right yeah. now? Twenty five year olds, actually. Yeah, because they were cheating. Yeah, it was. Um, they were Bishop Sycamore before Bishop Sycamore was a thing. True, but we lost. Don't want. It, don't care. I was crying because it was emotional. I cried bad. I mean, I, I don't know why I was crying. It was I didn't like see like, but I had watery eyes. And Coach Baker was like, he came up to me after the game. He was like, "Hey, keep your head up. You got two more years." He's like, you know, you like work in the off season, you're in that weight room, summer camp, summer training, and all that. He's like, you got this next season. We'll come back and we'll <clears throat> we'll get a chance of redemption or whatever. And so we do that. Goes by whatever, and then um. Towards the end of that year, I heard uh, he was leaving. Yep. He was going to head coach at another place. Yep. And I was not happy. Yeah, a lot, the whole line was not happy. I wasn't happy because he was one of the reasons. He was a great coach. Yeah, he is. He's the best offensive. Yeah, he's the best offensive. Granted, he was like the second or third one I had. But he was the best offensive line coach that I've seen. And yeah. he's coached me, you know. And so I wasn't happy. I almost didn't play my junior year because of that. But – by that time, like I was too invested into it, yeah, to just start like quit. And, and then your junior year popped off, huh? Yeah, our my junior year, we did our team did really good. We went ten and zero, or nine and one, or something like that. No, you went ten and zero. We went ten and zero, and then you won one first, first round. round, lost second round of the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, I started all throughout that. Um, I even played a couple JV games because they needed me, like, really, two or three. Yeah, and that did that sucked, but. Had to be done. So we went there, lost to Seneca. We shouldn't have lost. Um, that put a big damper on me. But it was still my junior year. Yeah. So, like, I had time. And by, by – And there so, was such high hopes for your senior year. Yeah. Holy oh my moly. Goodness. We were supposed to be, like, the prodigies or whatever. But um, – Because here's how it went. Here's how it went. <clears throat> your freshman year, state, lost. Yeah. Your sophomore year, game before state, lost. Your junior undefeated season, wiped the floor round one, and then lost by two or whatever it was against Seneca. Yeah, which you should not have lost. 
should well, I mean, we choked it, but still we shouldn't have lost it. Yeah. We choked it, but we still shouldn't have lost. And they even remember Mason and them whenever they played uh, basketball and they played Seneca, they talked to them after and they were and all the Seneca players were like, Yeah, we shouldn't have won you guys. Like yeah. we went in that game I remember knowing we were that. gonna lose. Yes. And they still won. But uh like that sucked because we you know, like we're like the Pittsburgh Steelers in twenty what nineteen? Yeah, when like, we started ten zero, lost like two games in there somewhere, fourteen and two. Lost the first round, you know, wiped by Browns. Like it was like twenty four zero in the first quarter of the like, playoff game. It was bad because, like, I remember I was that was the only game I watched, uh, and I swear to this day I was your guys' bad luck charm. That was the only game I watched your whole junior year. That was they working. First us, literally. And I remember I showed up, and you guys were down like twenty-one to zero at halftime. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Next, I knew it was twenty-eight to twenty-one. You guys were winning. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and then like they had some miracle last minute. They did like a return kicker. Oh, I not even kicker. No, return. it was like a. It was, it was it was a backyard football play. I'm pretty sure something. It was like a hook, hook and lateral. Was it? I don't know. It was know. a hook and lateral. I remember it was like a 20-yard, got turned around, caught it, hitched it, and the guy ran down the sideline. Yeah. Our sideline, too, is the worst part. Coach Hawks had tripped him? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tomlin type beat? Yeah, Mike Tomlin type beat. I'm pretty sure you guys lost 29-28. We lost by a touchdown. Yeah. No, it was closer than that. It was one point, I'm pretty sure. It was sure. one point. Yeah. Yeah, 29-28. My bad. I thought you said something else. Because I thought it was – because it was 28 – because you, you guys were down 21-0. You guys then scored 28 unanswered points. So it was 28 to 21, and they scored and went for two and got it. Yeah. But there was, we were, they were on our, at one point, like in the fourth, deep in the fourth, when if we were to get it, so they stopped us, we punted it, and they were on like the 10 yard or five yard line. And I remember Braden, it should have been a safety. I remember. And if it was a safety, we would have been up by two points, and we would have gotten the ball back. Uh huh. And the ref didn't count the safety. Even though there's literally on film, it was a safety. It was a big time safety. And and the I, guy and, and the, uh, the ref's excuse, I remember Braden telling me was, when he first started getting tackled, the ball was outside of the end zone. And matter. I'm like, the guy was running from Braden. The ball was the first thing in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, how, where do you see the ball not in the end zone? Yeah, I don't know, but it's whatever. Um, we lost. Uh, tragic, tragic loss. But then it, it was a big hype up season. Yeah, next season was big hype up. All the like, all of our parents were talking about it, and they're like, "We got this going." Because we were at this time, the experience that we have that our senior class it's has crazy. was deep. Because our least, all of our starters at that time, more than half of them had experience when they were like either a sophomore or junior, or junior at, least. at yeah. least. And that you don't really see yeah. that from many teams at all. Um, so we had experience that none of these other guys had. We had at least what? How many games do you think? Uh, three, like eight games of ex- more experience. Yeah, uh, uh, involving bigger high schools and involving more weeks of practice. Playoffs. Yeah, involving playoffs than other guys did. So we were getting hyped up, super. So uh, same. Thing, I mean, summer is how it is. Um, practice starts. Our first week we play Cassville. It's a dog fight. Remember the dog fight? Hail Mary win. Hail Mary is a Rafe starter. We won. Triple covered. Triple covered. And he just went up and got it. Yeah, he went up and got it. We won because of that. It was a dog fight the whole game. They were a good team. They were a good they team. They were a good team. They definitely fought with us pretty good. Um, second week we win. It was against Aurora? No, Aurora was week four. Week four. I don't remember who the second team was. We win that team, though. I think it was – We started three I think it was uh, Logan Rogersville. And then East Newton. And then East Newton. And then Aurora. And, then Aurora. and we started yeah. 4-0. Yeah, we started 4-0. But then that Aurora game was when – or East Newton was when Rafe got hurt. Yeah. He tore his ACL. Tore his ACL. Didn't know it played two didn't weeks. Didn't know it. He played two weeks, which is crazy. And yeah. he went off those two weeks. He went off those two weeks. So then uh, so then after – so he's out for the season. Yes. So Aurora, he's not there. We It was a close game with Aurora, too. But we win, um, like twenty-one to tw- fourteen. Yeah, uh, but Aurora was my downfall as a player. I dislocated my shoulder towards the end of it, and um, I had torn my labrum, which is not good. Not good. Not good at all for the brand. Yeah, and so I tried. I don't remember who it was next week. 
But I tried to practice that whole next week, but I just couldn't. Like, I'm a lineman, so I couldn't raise my shoulder up to, you know, do that. And um, I had to go and see Dr. Dan. He said, yeah, I can't let you go out and play again until you go and see a doctor to see what's wrong. And so nobody can get me in until next week. So I'm out for that game indefinitely. So next week comes by, doctor takes a look. I had to get – well, then I have to go and – it takes another, like, two or three weeks to go because the doctor referred me to – I don't know what they're called. A specialist. A specialist in Springfield. And it took me it took them like two or three weeks to get to me. And Dr. Dan was upset about that because he said, that's ridiculous. He, they shouldn't have to take that long. And so I had to get an MRI and an X-ray. And the MRI with the needles was so painful, man. I hate yeah, they that. they put the dying in put the dying in. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. I remember the doctor put the first needle in me. And he's like, I got to make sure it's all the way through. And so he literally scrapes my bone with the needle to make sure it's all the way through. And I was no. like, <laughs> and like it's like a, it's a buildup of pressure that you can feel yes. on your shoulder and so like it was by that time I was in a sling and so I was off of it for like three weeks four weeks already and so we're in like week seven something like that three L's in a row yeah three L's in a row so we're now we're th- four and three three four, four and three, three. and um, we're banged up everybody's been banged up to this part of the season but the only two people who were out were me and Rafe. Yeah. But everybody else is really, like, banged up, but they're still playing. So then it takes them another week to get back to me. But also, we already knew I had a torn labrum. And so I had to go to physical therapy until um, however long, until I felt comfortable enough, until he cleared me. And um, so I was already off for five weeks now, six weeks. So I was it was healing up on its own. And so I excelled in my physical therapy yeah. pretty well. So I only, I only did like two weeks of physical therapy, maybe three. And by that time we had lost all, we just lost five games, in lost a row. five games in a row. You were four and five in the end of the season. Four and five in the end of the season. We weren't supposed to win the next two games. And you won. We destroyed Seneca. And then. No, destroyed. wait, wait, we beat, was it Seneca? And then and Casper. Then Re, and then Ray Springs. Yeah, we beat, we destroyed Seneca. Destroyed Seneca. I, and number one seed. Number one, we did, guys. We were like the we were like the sixth seed with bomb seed, and we whooped them. Whooped them like by like twenty to thirty points. Listen, here's the thing. This is a, this is one week after you got done losing, or like a couple weeks after you got done losing to Springfield Catholic, eight to zero. Yeah, that was a terrible game, literally. And you beat them like forty five to zero. Yeah, we smoked them. We weren't supposed to win. No, at all. And then Rich Springs was like, "You ain't beating us." Yeah, they're like, "You ain't beating us." Smoked them. Smoked them. <laughs> we by like if you had to combine the two total points, it's probably like eighty points. It's probably eighty to fourteen. Eighty to fourteen by two teams. Yeah, because we just smoked them. And Ray Springs was at home. Yes. And I remember that week, I was so hyped up, and it was actually against Seneca. But I was out for yeah. It was actually against Seneca when we won because they were both at home. Yep. And so I was like, I'm ready to go. Like by this time, I'm, you know. My physical, my physical therapy is going well. I was my dude. He was doing me. He was like, "Okay, he's like you're doing really good." And I was like, "So you think I could play?" He's like, "If you want to, you definitely could." And so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna play like if I can next week." He's like, "Yeah, we had to get uh, cleared by an actual doctor though." So I had to go to my doctor, and that didn't that took until like another week for some reason because didn't have nobody open, and so then I was out for the Reese Green game. And then I was like, I'm good to go, though. And he, so he cleared me. And then that whole week, so by this time, we're all banged up. Yeah. COVID's hit us. And it, well, not yet. Because it was, not it was yet. Friday night, Saturday, we come in, or Saturday, we have like our little team yeah. meeting. Monday is fine. And it's hype. Yeah, Saturday, it's hype. Saturday is hype. Yeah. We're all Monday, come back in, hype. Top of the world. I remember it was like a, they did like a half shoulder, like a shoulder. And we were in the back right. doing yes. running things. And then, Weight room after, then yeah. outside. We were a good go. And then Tuesday came. Tuesday came. And I remember. Not good Tuesday. I came in because I was like assistant coaching. And I came in. And I remember Trokey was the one who was given uh, the temperatures. And he didn't say a word to me. Yeah. And I was like, that's not good. Not good. And I walked in. No music playing, nobody walking around, nobody standing around. Everybody was just sitting in their lockers. And I walked in the coach's office, and 
I, I remember very vividly, Coach Hayes had his hand, head in his hands. Coach Johnson was just over there chewing his gum, looking at, looking at film. And Coach Hawks was in his head coaching office, blinds down, closed, and door shut. Yeah. And I was like, Somewhere. what's going on? And Coach Kaysen was like, Josh. I was like, what? He was like, Jordan. Justin, I was like, why are you saying these? I was like, I was like, what, what's going on? I was like, why are you saying these? Braden. He's like, COVID, yeah, Braden, all these guys started listing like seven of our starters, four of our starters, four of our starters, gone, four of our defense starters. Two of them, three of them started offense, uh, four, four of them played. played all defense, so yep. they were back and forth, gone, gone, seniors, and they were good. Yep, they were good. Both the ends gone. Both the ends gone. So now Jacob. Who had played in yeah. eight weeks. And before this, like, so Ty Weaver had taken my spot. Sorry, I said Russell, whatever. And I was fine with it. He'd been doing really good. Yeah. Because he's good. He's Ty's good. a dog. He's a dog. And he's been doing really good with it. And so, at this time, another freshman, right? Right guard? Patrick. Patrick. And I was like, wherever you want to put me, coach, like, I'll, I'll find whatever. Like, I want him to stay there because he's doing really good in that spot. And so he put you in Patrick. And so he and put Patrick me in Patrick. Yeah, Patrick was fine with it. And then but that's before that we knew yes. before COVID. And Josh played left tackle, and then Jordan played right guard. And so this happened to that. And before I knew it, I was starting both sides of the ball. Yep. After, what, eight weeks of eight not weeks. playing. Yep. Eight weeks of not playing, I was not starting even working both out. sides. Not even working out. I mean, I didn't start working out until, like, the last two weeks, yeah. you know, because Dr. Dan wanted me to. And I wasn't even, like, working out, working out. I was just – I would I would do their conditioning with them once a week. And that's yeah. it. And so, before you know, I'm playing both sides in practice. And I kid you not, I wasn't even tired. I really? swear to you I wasn't. I, I felt so good, and I was so ready. You know, like, I was still, like, on defense. That was my first time ever starting on defense. And I was still, like, a little shook up about it because I wasn't, you know – because Castro runs that They're, weird veer. Yeah, and like you have to be there. You for have to like be in a certain each each defensive lineman and linebacker has to be in a certain spot in every team. play, or it's not going to work. And they basically like Castro wasn't the only one who ran that. Yeah, but and so like the people who were already there have experience with that. Yeah, you know? and I was not experienced with that. And so I was playing both sides all throughout that week. And coach, I coach Beck, coach Cox actually let me choose my position. He said left guard or left tackle, and I said left tackle because Ty's already right there. And we practiced, and I remember Coach Choki gave a practice after the practice. He gave a speech. He's like, he's like, we're all here right now or something like that. He's like, we're all doing what it has to take. He's like, look at Jacob. He was out for however long. Yep. And he's like, he's like our Swiss Army knife right now. He's like, he's ready to go and play whatever spot whatever spot, yeah, whatever spot yeah. I need to be. And that's why I told him. I was like, I'll play whatever spot I need to go in. And that was it. And so, yeah, yeah. Think here, we're playing with a half, more than half JV offensive line, more than half JV defensive line, exactly, and a JV linebacker core against Cassville, who, spoiler alert, won state that year. That wasn't even the, yeah, that wasn't even like their actual squad either. Yeah, no. So, explain what happened that game. Oh, man. I got to help me with this. I don't remember all the details. Yeah. But, so, so, it starts. And um, they got the ball first. They got ball. Yeah, you got to say all that because I don't remember all they that. They got the ball first. Oh, yeah. And we went on defense. Yeah, yep. I remember. And what happened? Um, I don't remember if they did they score. No. They didn't score. We stopped them. We stopped them fast. I was in my yeah. three and out. Dominic was on the other side of me. Yes. Isaac. And you were in dagger. You were in dagger. The whole time, which is terrible against his veer defense. Yeah. I mean, awful. And surprisingly, we did. I like. I mean, yeah. I did. Okay. Like, I did, you made a tackle. Yeah, I did, yeah, man. I did pretty good. And we were doing pretty good until like until halftime. They scored we were winning time. At, we were winning at halftime. Yeah, we were winning at halftime. 15 which to 12. Is amazing. Because we have four of it. And the rest were freshmen or sophomores. We were yes. Playing. They're not even juniors. 15 to 12. We didn't have any. And so we're going in the locker room, and I remember they were like Coach Cox was emphasizing like we're gonna keep the ball, we have to score once. We have listen, and then just yeah, run down. I remember the clock. I've never heard Coach Cox ever be that way. 
Coach Cox is not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Laid back coach, like a like a defensive coach. Yeah, he's, he's a he's, like, he's a go getter. Yeah, he's a go getter. But but this time our he was offense like, had been struggling that whole season. Yeah, and that. he was like, because Muddle was working that game. Oh yeah, really well. Oh yeah, and he was like, we're going to get the ball at half at halftime. We're going to muddle down the field, take up eight minutes of the third quarter, score, go up 21, 22 to 12, and we will go from there. Yeah. And <laughs> we went to the locker room. I was like, I was so out of it. I was like, because you were on <laughs> drugs. You were on, on double. I was on double time at that yeah. time, guys. My elbow. Remember my elbow? Yes. Had the I don't even know. What I don't it know what it was. Had the biggest like it was a ball. bubble. It was a bubble. I'm not even, like I thought it was take, your bone. I thought it was your bone. When you first showed me, like, hey, my elbow kind of hurts. I was like, kind of hurts. Your I didn't bone. even notice until it was bone. this one. Yeah, and guys, I'm not even kidding you. If you take like a tennis ball and you put it in my my that's what it was elbow, like. It looked like that. I was like, somebody noticed it. I was like, it was me. <laughs> I wish sure it was me. I was like, oh, hey, look at that. And then like wrapped that thing up tight. I was like. That hurts. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I couldn't feel it because I had, like, adrenaline going and this and that. And we come out of the second half. We're all hyped. You know, we're getting ready, you know, because we win this. Because we were hyped. And half, I remember Mason yeah, and like, let's Peyton, go, let's go. Carter, they were all yeah. hyped. He's like, we're not even supposed to be here right now. He's like, yeah. let's go. Let's get going. And so we come out. We're hyped. We're doing this and that. And they kicked the ball to us. And they, really, they had a really good kicker that year. They did. And so it was like. 25-yard line. Uh, they, well, uh, we, we got first down. Yeah, and then what happened after? Uh, we went three and out. Three and out. Um, so we got a first down. Like, we got, like, 11 yards. So we were on like the 36-yard line. We finished the next three plays on, like, the 15-yard yep. line. It was not good. Right away, that's not what we wanted. That yeah, and so, bad. and, like, it had been, like, a minute and a half. Yep. And so now we're punting the ball. It? it was more like, okay, I lied on 50. It was like, we're on like the 30, we're 40 yards. It was yard closer to their side. Than it was like a 50 yard line. Yeah. Like, like we were kicking, we're like, you know. What happened, Jacob? Was it a muff kick? Yeah. Muff punt? It was the nine yarder. Yeah. It was a very bad punt. And it gave them great positioning. Like nine yard punt. Nine yard punt. And yeah, you gotta Where's, remember, this kid, Clayton, uh, was a freshman. Yeah. But he was all district, yeah, all conference punter. It was good. All and the, everybody thought he got blocked. Like, everybody okay, thought he got, got blocked, blocked, yeah. So that's all right. Mm, no. After, nope. after they went, it wasn't blocked. It wasn't blocked. You guys, nine yards on a putt is not good. No. And so they get the ball, and they run instantly midline. Instantly. Up the – I don't know if you uh, – for you football minds, up the B gap. Instantly. And the B gap is literally kind of the middle of the line. Like, can't really get more middle of the line besides A gap. And so, like, there's a bunch, there should be a bunch of bodies by him. Yeah. No. Not touched. And he just runs. 65-yard touch. He just runs. It wasn't even. First drive. He just runs. Scores. Yep. Scores. Momentum was changed by then. Big time. That's a real thing, guys. Momentum change is a real thing. Big time. And so, we get the ball back. He don't really do anything with it. I don't think we scored. I think Mason made it through an interception. Probably. And so, we're down bad. So, they scored twice in that quarter. Yeah, they scored twice in that score. We didn't score at all. Yeah. And so now it so now it is 24, 25 to like, tw- 15, 14. Yeah, something like that. And so we're down like 10 points. We're like, we're not out of it. Going in the fourth quarter, yeah. We had the ball. Quarter. We're going to the fourth quarter. I don't remember if we scored the first possession. We scored the first possession. So we're now we're neck and neck, basically. Yeah. They're still up, though. It is, we're, yeah, we're, we're down 25 to 19. Yeah, something Let's like just that. say. Yeah. And then we're doing, we're doing good, doing this and that. It felt like thirty seconds. I don't know, but I don't know to you, but it felt like thirty seconds. They had scored like four times. Yeah, like the final score was like forty-two to nineteen. Yeah, um, but before the end, like it was like, and they didn't really start taking off until the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's so like eight minutes in the fourth quarter. I had hurt my shoulder again, and by this time, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a brace that limits your movement. And I've yeah. been wearing the brace for all packs and everything, and I. I had dislocated my shoulder again, and I physically couldn't lift. Like I physically couldn't lift it up. Like yeah. I remember seeing me. I remember. It was like because I well, I remember it happened on like I don't even try to tackle the guy. It was on offense. It was on you offense. were out, and you went to try to block the like, corner. And I like and when you went, I remember you just like remember. like rolled on the ground. It was on the kind of kind of in the middle of the field, kind it of. Was and you and I remember you like 
waved with your good arm, and your arm was like dangling, and you just waved. And I, I remember Coach A said, shit. I don't think he said shit. He said, crap, crap. Jacob's out. Yeah. Jacob's I done. physically could not move my arm above my shoulders. Yep. And as much as I wanted to keep playing, like it, it would hurt us more to keep playing than it would. Yeah. And so I went over, I told him, I was like, I'm out. Like, I said, he was like, I can't play. He's like, you sure? He's like, you done for the rest of the game? I was like, yeah. I was like, I, phys- I physically cannot play with my shoulder. Yeah. And so eight minutes left, I just have to watch him. And I, I just had to watch. And my shoulder literally dangling. Like, I, I'm trying to, yeah. I cannot emphasize more than dangling. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like but it looks like I'm doing it on purpose. Yeah. But I'm not. It's literally what it looked like. And like, I just had to watch him. And we were getting rolled. beat up. We were getting rolled down. And it was the saddest thing ever. It was sad. You know? Um, Mason was giving his heart out. That's what I remember. Mason, he was going for the tackles. He was like the only one who just, yeah. Throw his body out there. I remember probably midway through the third quarter, he came up to Coach Johnson and said, I'm playing Mike Linebacker. And Coach Johnson said, you're not playing Mike Linebacker because the basketball coach, Coach Ray, will kill me. And Mason said, I'm playing Mike Linebacker, and there's nothing you can do about it. And Mason played middle linebacker. With basketball season literally one day away. And he threw his body... At anything that moved, literally anything that moved, Mason was like ragged on his body at it, hitting him hard. Yeah, he would hit him hard. Um, and like Jordan and uh, Josh and Braden and uh, Justin, Justin there. he went there, but they were all outside and they were all just watching for men. And I just remember we had scored on, and then it was the end of it. You know, it was sad. I didn't. It was so sad, man. I cried more in my, my junior sophomore year, but I like shed like a tear or so, and I just, man, it sucked, you know, because like going from going from four and zero to four and five, yeah, it's tough on any, especially the most winningest winningest team. team. Like ever. guys, we didn't know what losing was until that literally. year, and so we didn't know how to take it. Yeah. We didn't like literally didn't know how to take. And, like that sounds like like like. I don't know how you say it, like spoiledish, you know, in a way. Yeah. And we are, we were. Like, if that's one way to put it, we were, even Coach Chalk said that to us. So I think he's like, he's like, I spoiled you guys way too much. Yeah. You know, and he's not wrong. Because, like, we, when you do, when you do nothing but win your yep. entire high school years, what do you expect when you lose, you know? It's yeah. like hard to take. And so, you know, that brought down a lot of the morale, and especially losing Rafe. That was tough. Rafe is, was easily the best receiver in the Southwest Missouri at that time. Easily. Like, arguably even like almost all of Missouri. All of Missouri. Arguably. He was that good. I'm not even kidding. He was that good. Like, I've, I I personally have never seen a receiver as good as Rafe. Dude, he was so good. He's 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and I don't know his weight, but good 200, weight. 205. 205, maybe a good weight. And, man, he was – he. Up. He's like Julio Jones. He was like Julio. You just, like, just throw it out. He's, he's down there somewhere. Just like I remember Zach, uh, the quarterback, you guys junior. He said that he loved having Rafe because he could just throw it near Rafe. Yeah. Rafe's catch box catch radius was was out insane. Of world. Like low, high, up, down, sideways. All. We are not exaggerating when we say this either. He was really good. He still I, can't him, I can't wait for him to pop off. Yeah, he's, he's playing football in um, MSSU, right? Yep. Yeah. Missouri Southern Missouri State Southern, University. Yep. And he's going to pop off. He's going to pop off bad. He's going to have D1 offers off can't the Can't wait for him to do that, bro. He's looking good, too. No homo. Yeah. A little bit. I like, <laughs> I like How long are we in this episode? We're almost at an hour. At an hour and four minutes, actually. So I'm going to wrap it up real quick. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up real quick. But Am I, am I making part two on this? Probably not. Maybe. But, we'll see. Yeah. I do leave part two for another time. Yeah. But um, that was my that was my high school, you know. Yep. My senior career. Oh, um, uh, Castle. By the way, dog walked over the next opponent. Dog walked the next opponent. Dog walked the next opponent, and then was in the state championship game and had their entire varsity squad COVID out, played JV, and won the game. Yeah. And um, safe to say that we probably would have won state. Yep. If we didn't have our, if the COVID didn't mess with us like that. Yeah. But what can you do? Okay, I you said do, a man. big old shiny ring on my, my thumb right now. Yep. 
But that's my high school. You know, um, I was given an opportunity. I was probably the smallest lineman that's ever come through Mount Vernon to start and all that. So I was blessed with that opportunity. Coach Beckner gave me the opportunity. Yep. You know, I never thought I would be. I would never. I literally never thought I'd play varsity. You know, because I'm, because I'm five nine. I'm five eight. I'm five nine now. I have to be. Yeah. But at that time, I was like five eight. Yeah. Maybe one ninety, and so I wasn't big at all. I was literally the smallest lineman that. But the most see. technically sound. I know. Because of Coach Beckner. Literally yeah. because of Coach Beckner. He taught me to do that. Coach Beckner, maybe 5'9", too. <laughs> yeah, he's literally about my – and he was an All-State player, wasn't he? Yeah, he was All-State and he was college. Yeah. And he taught me well. So, shout out to you, Coach Beckner. He gave me the opportunity. You yep. Know, blessed us. He's coming back this year. Yeah, and it's so huge. I'm, I'm excited for, to see that. I want to watch him. Um, can't wait to talk to him again. Miss that, that guy. Huge. yep. But, um, got, got anything else? All love. All love, guys. Um, thank you for watching. Listening. Hope you all stay safe and uh, yeah, peace out.